Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Crit Files, your once weekly, or rather, whatever follow-up podcast to the hit actual play D&D show, The In at the End. Uh, what had just transpired was a long meandering episode filled with excellent role play, riveting conversations, and deals made with malevolent gods. Where do we start? Because... First of all, like the whole the whole sort of like deal with the bugs, getting Valen and and Simon back, that was that was adventurous enough. But we decided that where our fate lies with the prison of pain was with back them. in the sort of main area area where yeah. we were, where Ben had sensed on one side a celestial presence and on the other a fiendish presence. And I remember feeling like when I first detected that, like, oh, well, the Celestial, maybe that's an ally. Mm-hmm. But Alex had made a coy remark like, oh, well, not always. You know, Celestial yeah. just means <laughs> deity or God or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, fuck, okay. So that's why we <laughs> went where we were. And apparently burning the bugs and doing all that and waiting, that triggered the extra response of having those two hounds, mm-hmm. the, uh, the B word hounds. Um, barg hist the barg hests which being able to negotiate with was fucking badass enough in my opinion uh, like, 28 yeah yeah, yeah. fucking yeah, 28 that was, that was, that was six fuck and that was thanks to the awesome racial ability of the reborn in general but yeah um I felt that was the pinnacle of Ben, like characterized. It was like negotiating with monsters to be able to just go and fight more monsters. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Negotiating with monsters to go and negotiate with another monster. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. Got something going on over here. (laughs) Yeah. That was cool to see Ben finally, because I know you tried so hard to like negotiate several different times. Oh. And failed. I will say, (laughs) though, we didn't have to fight the caretaker, which I thought. Really Who was also a fiend. She was a fiend, and That's it really true. felt like we were gonna fight her. Yeah. Ace really wanted to fight her. They had this really cute exchange. <laughs> Who does Ace not really to want to fight to kill her? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and like listening to it, it's on one hand, it felt like we were so close, but also like, now nah, Ben did his job. Like yeah. we uncovered very quickly that she is a little contrary to her nature. Yep. Right. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm feeling. Like so many things, and and maybe that's just the strength of Alex as a DM, or. It's like, yeah, not everything is just two-dimensional, you know? Right. It's like, mm-hmm. sure. Go that's why I'm surprised, have, yeah. like, why now we're, we're like, okay with some spooky celestial and going after this fiend is, like, already decided that the fiend needs to go. Yeah, I didn't necessarily feel that I was going to try to negotiate with okay. it as well. But maybe I Ace mean, just you held being back tortured. Ace as long as you could. <laughs> All right, you can have this one. <laughs> I I sort of rationalized it as a. I've I've been thinking about Supernatural a lot. The show as mm-hmm. we've been playing this season lately, and like maybe this is like the equivalent of like you know Dean Winchester. He spent his time in hell, you know, after season three or four. Oh yeah, and. Now he's back. He's a little traumatized, and he sees this person getting cut on, and he's upset about it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it was a, some sort of real primal response yeah. there. So I, that that's where I'm thinking it kind of lies. Not just like oh, it's finally time for me to get my bloodlust out. You know, <laughs> um, I mean the guy. I don't All know. Right, we need to roll back. <laughs> yeah, let's reel it back. Let's reel it back because we rolled past some really epic shit. All right, uh, Ace getting to you know be Ace and destroy the uh, 
the door and wake up all the things. That was like classic Ace style. That was classic <laughs> Ace stuff. I was I was happy to get to do that like right at the beginning, and everyone got to get pissed at me. And it, it felt like fun. we had some tactics. <laughs> felt like, like pretty, my classic pretty typical Ace. Uh, adventure. Felt like we had some real good tactical combat there, like lighting the fires, closing the door. Yeah, yeah, igniting seemed, a lot of the bugs. It yeah. seemed mm-hmm. a lot more movie esque. Like it did. Yeah, like, not heist, but you know that kind of intensity. Yeah, it did. I definitely parts. enjoyed using like my my movement feet and Alex being like, "Oh, he's gonna hit you." I'm like, "No, he's not." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "No, I did that on purpose." <laughs> Even if I don't hit, it's still good. <laughs> and personally, when we got in the other room, the note was a really good effect. That was a great yeah, note. yeah. Uh, that, was that, a, that's the note that lets you know what those caves are about. Where yeah. they they're they're not, you know, they're not a place where you can escape from. It is yeah. a place where it will torture you and then spit you back into this place. Yeah. Don't try to find. Oh, your good way thing out. we didn't go that way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing is is you can go through the caves and you might end up and this is what what it is is a d six roll. You end up in one of the other rooms mm. after uh, right. suffering some sort of consequence. No matter what. Yeah, it always loops back right. around. Which that's is kind of what yeah. I figured. Yeah. But the Harrises get down here in and out, and Somehow. now we do think rituals. We know maybe they open that the access. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, they open it from the other side. It sounds like according to the dogs. Yeah, 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 they come down and they open it from yeah. The, so, the so that room. could be our escape route when one is needed. Yeah. I mean, we get that's out where the ritual out. room is, right? Where yes, is the ritual room. The no. ritual room. No, the ritual drawbridge. room is the, the drawbridge. Yeah, area. Well, I mean, we can get the out ritual. whenever we want now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can go wherever. Ritual room is just whatever. Room where you do a ritual. Gotcha. Okay, we'll find that. Release all the prisoners, and yeah, it's all good. Uh, we definitely need to talk about. The aspect of Torog. The Torog in the room. We don't need to bring it up. First of all, dude, I was vibing so fucking hard to what Alex, like Alex's role play is a thing, because he was like talking about like, oh, dude, I was like, I was vibing so hard to it. I got a little like teary out. I was like, oh, this is right up Ben's alley. This is it. Mm -hmm. Like, and like saying the whole like, oh, well, we go where Melora's light is needed most. Or I carry Melora's light with me. Oh, I was like, that's the shit I've wanted to say. <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. fucking it's really flawless. Good. The yeah. boys of Colton are the bears of yeah, Melora's yeah. light. Exactly. That was a fantastic line. That fucking, I felt so epic in that. I was like, this is this is like when fucking Aragorn goes in the caves. He's like, you will suffer me. <laughs> Except cooler, mm-hmm. because that was stupid when he did that. Yeah, yeah. and what you did was way cooler. It was. <laughs> it was. Fuck Aragorn. It was very <laughs> Speaking of, uh, Dash, you had a good one. Uh, no, Quentin Colton. Oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, that was, was, that was, really that was like a solid that. one that I felt needed to be. Yeah, uh, have a spotlight <laughs> on it. Uh, yeah, as soon as the aspect showed up and mentioned something about getting power, power I immediately Valen was like, "Well, that's that's my thing." This is our <laughs> second big <laughs> quest yeah. area. This is our second big quest area, and the second time a dark power has offered you power. Well, the first time I reached out to it and it denied me, which was oh. the caretaker. Right, mm-hmm. I had I had prayed to be like, is there you? someone? Yes, I thought she said, I, thought I don't she think. Yeah, no, you and you were like, oh, because she said, like, didn't she say, like, bring me more children then or something? She no, she looked at me and she said, I don't think we would have worked out, right? Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. it oh, would. Oh, and you guys were like, you know. what the fuck is that? And, right. and, uh, and Valen was like, well, I don't know, it's weird. I think given given a different interaction, you know, that had happened, she might have been like, oh yeah, this sounds good. 
What were um, the powers? Right. Just because it was an antagonistic group that showed up, and you're like, you're with them. Uh. I, it was yeah. hard not to. I feel like after we leave, I felt like a real strong bond with the caretaker, even though we left antagonistically. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I feel very connected to her. It's a love hate. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, anyway, Ace that's wants to murder, a will they, so. won't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a really that's a real far removed. I mean, Ace kind of wants to murder everyone that he comes in contact with. But... Well, especially it's so easy when they're supposed to be evil, right? And they're I mean, doing they're evil bad things. people, mm-hmm. and that's what the like... only people Ace considers good people are his close friends, yeah. and everyone, everyone else, else is on the list. Terrible. Yeah, that's but that's like really interesting. Like that's a real, and that lent itself to some real intense moments in this thing because it's like. On one hand, Ben is 100% in agreement with you. Like, why would we let this dark creature sink itself into our friend? And I want to know a little bit about, because it, f- it feels obvious from like a gameplay perspective. Like, oh, a dark power is offering me more power? Yes, sign me up. <laughs> like, I've abandoned my god. Like, it felt like it lined up perfectly with who Valen is and yeah. what Valen might want. And yeah. that's like, that's really cool but you know what else what else were you sort of like feeling or thinking in that like you know um i mean i I think valen was like were you at all worried about because like i had a brief moment with like i looked at alex's face and i was thinking to myself like oh this is like when we were running for the tree in the in the pit remember Mm. and he was like yeah if you would have got to the tree (laughs) you know she would have needed a new character sheet or something like that like uh yeah, no, I I don't think I was worried. Uh, for some reason, I think I I think Valen was just like, well, I'm already half vampire. What else do I have to lose? Yeah, I, I, I might make as that well other just, half something badass. Too. Yeah, just might as well just take it. I mean, again, at this point, you know, he's lost everything. His mom is left. Yeah, basically shunning him. Yeah, and you know, he all he has is you know you guys now. And so it's like, well, what do I have to lose? If this is going to help my friends, right? if this is going to help us in our fight, I might as well take the burden because I've already taken the burden of being half vampire, taking the burden of you know my mom leaving and Quilton being like destitute in terms of faith towards Melora. Like, yes, sure. Yeah, break fucking, yeah, great. Do you Infest s- me with your aspect, do you, you know? Do you see- <laughs> like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Does Val, excuse me, does Valen see any aspect of it that is more than like well what else do i have to lose is it like is it an end like a means to an end or is it just like a well what's the worst that could happen yeah i i think it's a lot of like eh, i mean what's the worst that could happen i think it's also like um you know uh there's always like alex mentioned that pit inside of him because he's so yeah. used to believing in a higher power right and so i think in this moment was kind of like i can feel that Mm-hmm. Finally, with fucking you, thorns. And, yes, and when, it's yeah. it's filled not yeah. with like a love or a light. It's, it's filled now with filled with this nettles. chains and hooks. When he said, yeah, when he yeah. said it was Briar filled patch. with nettles. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that was like so visceral. Yes, the imagery. Like, yeah, that just that just got me so much. I was like, wow. And I, I would like dark. to think that that now you know Valen might might role play a little differently. 
Yeah, I could see that. That's probably. profound. It's uh, profound. Yeah, yeah. Probably you can already little... see the wheels turning. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I, I hope he does. I, I think that's really yeah. interesting. It's fun. Oh, do you guys want me to read you the Infernal Chain stuff? Ooh, yeah. I would really like this to know this. Yeah, the Infernal game. Chain from uh, Griffin Saddleback. Uh, so cool. I mean, I'm not going to read like the entire own. thing because it's several paragraphs. But basically, it's a 10 foot, 10 pound chain, and uh, it extends from me and can recoil back around my arm, and I can grapple people with it. And anyone that gets hit with it takes an extra 1d8 fire damage. <laughs> Um, if you a creature <laughs> grappled by the chain takes two d eight fire damage, um, a creature grappled by the chain doesn't have its speed reduced as a result of the grapple, but it can't move further than ten feet away from. So it's like you got it on a leash. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's cursed. What's the curse? Uh, <clears throat> uh, okay, it's cursed, and becoming attuned to it extends the curse to you as well. As long as you remain cursed, you are unable to remove the chain from your arm, and at the start of each of your turns, while a celestial is within 30 feet of you that you are aware of, you must succeed on a DC 16 wisdom saving throw or be compelled to use your action to attack the nearest celestial. (laughs) In addition, while cursed, you gain the following flaw. I delight in exploiting my enemy's flaws and fears to make them suffer. That's perfect. Ooh, wow. That's perfect. That's really Which cool. Kind of balance. Right. But I can see that I can see it becoming a lot more prolific, you know, in terms of just like maybe even there's a a senseless aspect to it. Like sure. delight, that's like almost senseless. In yeah, some ways, yeah. You know? I mean in, in essence, yeah, that's that's the whole idea behind Torog is is it's pain and torture for wow. the sake of pain wow. and torture. It is you know love of insanity. Yeah. That's okay. So this is this is really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. And like you're you're seeing you know what this what the dungeon is and my my whole idea with this is what if you took this terribly evil place and then they stop being evil there? Like, what would the evil think of that? Hmm. You know, like this oh, that's aspect why he is, thinks it's darker. Is, yeah, Shit. is like this place should be back to what it was, which was terrible and evil. Okay, yeah. metagame minute is what's happening actually darker than Torog, or is it just not <laughs> evil? And he thinks that that's darker. He's like, no. I mean, that's up to you guys to figure oh. out. You know, what's, oh, no. what's worse? Been, I wondered about. Oh that. wait, so it thinks it's. The other entity is more evil simply because it's not as evil. It's desecrated yeah. its house of worship. So he, what he's saying, it, you know, and, he, yeah. and, well, and, 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 and and to his credit, he never used the word evil. He yeah. used darker, darker, <laughs> which is like very subjective. You're simply holding them in prison cells and giving them three square meals. <laughs> <laughs> That's evil. Torturing. Oh no! Have we been duped by the god of torture? Probably. No, never. Yeah. <laughs> No, that doesn't. But see, that's my in my in my perspective, and this is was the main Ben's main thing, and I and I will maintain this. I think as from the role play perspective, that like if I think that this aligns even briefly with our mission, then it makes sense. But that doesn't mean that the end result doesn't end with us exercising Torog's aspect from right. Valen whether or not he wants it to happen. I personally, and maybe this is a little bit of like the, like the strict lawful aspect of Ben coming out. It's like, I care about my friends, but if he wants to be an adult and suffer the aspect, then he gets to be an adult and suffer the removal of it when it's time, 
for, whether or not he wants it to, whether or not. I've made and, this decision. And it's for the mm-hmm. the ends justify the means kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. he can suffer through this to be able to complete yeah. the further goal. That makes exactly. sense. Exactly. And that almost sounds evil. And I don't really think that Ben th- sees it that way. Like, that sounds really fucking evil. Like, uh, from like <laughs> the, the subjective, like, well-rounded rep point of view, I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, he's almost like... a manipulating his friends to get what he wants but it's like he sees uh, like ben feels very strongly that there's this, a, like a very strict order to the cosmos and to these deity type beings and all of this sort of stuff and if like torag wants his domain back and he wants it consecrated he should have it <laughs> maybe he should have it he this wasn't melora's place to begin with so that doesn't bother ben yeah it- Simon's like, kind of of the same of the same mind. There's got to be a, a balance in justice, and Melora reigns supreme in the light and right, above. Right. And down here, it's right. necessary because those that offend Melora or go against Melora's way, right? You know, like th- it's you got to have one right. for the other to be meaningful, right? I- exactly, exactly. And there's something else too. Like I think that Ben can justify a lot of the weird shit and decisions too because it's like like he said to the aspect of torog i carry the light of melora with me yeah clearly what i'm doing maybe it's not sanctified or maybe it's not whatever but it's certainly not against the rules it's certainly not like against melora's wishes or desires if that was the case then ben wouldn't be alive he would have been at the bottom of the ocean and at any point that could be the case again if i'm down here and I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Just pull the plug, get the crabs to finish the job. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I would say you know in in line just some info about the gods, right? So first off, Torog, pain, torture. Also, the Underdark. The reason the Underdark is so scary is because of Torog. Mm-hmm. Um, but also with Melora, you know, change and freedom and the ability to make your own destiny. That is her. <laughs> You know, that's her domain. Yeah, that's that's absolutely that. So she might even be smiling at what happened. Choice, yeah, and living right. With it, that is that is very much. I justify a, a lot a teaching of, of Melora. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I try to like. I watch like she a, delights in the fact that Val made a bad decision because it was freedom of choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's the other thing. It's like to me that probably serves Melora's like intentions and will just as much as anything else. Yep. You know, if it, I think. The greater bad here is that the church of Melora of Quilton Bay is sending these fucking bad things around. And that is certainly not of Melora. We've all established that already. They're killing kids or they're doing whatever. That is certainly not what any of us want to have happen. Those eggs are here. Mm -hmm. We know that because the dogs are here at the very least. We know that because he delivered Mm -hmm. them to this town. Now we know that there is something out of sync, out of order, and we're here to restore that order. Mm -hmm. And the Harris family, what got them so powerful that they can chain up this aspect of Torog and then start using his den for their own... Yeah, Will. like the entity question. that they like, and now are in cahoots with. Yeah, yeah. who, who are they? How evil powerful. are they? How did they get their power? And like, are they? Are they? Yeah, Alex, who is it? The egg Who's, people, who? the Harris family. Who is who, who is the deity or being or creature or thing that is the, the power behind monster. these eggs? Oh, sure. Yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, it is from the abyss. God damn. Now, go ahead though and metagame a little bit harder. 
<laughs> it is from a specific us. layer of the abyss. What I will oh, say okay. that y'all went there when you went into that portal. Oh, I will say that, that yeah. doesn't help. I don't know why. <laughs> it reminds me so hard. It reminds me so but hard that's of like, fascinating. Yeah, makes me. Th- it makes me feel like Stranger Things so things. hard. You know. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, going to the uh, upside the down, upside down, mm-hmm. and like yeah. yeah, for sure. And then they got the fucking uh, you know Demogorgon all locked up in the <laughs> Russian prison and shit. No, okay. Yeah, anyway, yeah we've uh, seen the show. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about uh, the other uh, cool magic item you guys got? The fucking dragon. Oh the my cool god. Yeah. How did we gloss over well, the dragon? Two two heavy hitters in one episode. Yeah. That you was know, it's, it's I almost, sweet and sour. And, and yeah. this was and this got went through my mind. I can't believe I forgot this. I was gonna offer the aspect of Torag a ride in the dragon. Gotcha. Like, yo, bro, you wanna ride? Because that's I was trying to think You'd of, wanna like chain the dragon and like torture it. Yeah. Not ride it. I mean ride it into I was thinking <laughs> a prison of, case. Do, I, my my first thought was like, do I have a vessel for this genie to join? Jump in, you oh. know what I mean? Like, do I got a bo- an empty bottle for this genie to come yeah, out? Because I'm offering it freedom. I'm trying to say right. like, yeah. Because remember, I went into it thinking like we can make a deal with it. We can make a pact with it. And he's saying like, oh, you're like you've strayed far away from the light. Blah blah blah. And I carry Malora's light with me. And I said, and I remember thinking like. Well, why don't you come with us? Oh no, like I'm chained to this place. I was thinking that, like, why don't we bust the chains and let this thing? Right, and that was my thought. Was like, how do we get it out of here? And there was a thought. I thought of myself, like, I did think of myself, like, I'm a half a half a person in a lot of ways because it's like I'm this mm-hmm. sort of reborn entity. Perhaps there's space in me for it to ride. I thought of the dragon, like, mm-hmm. hey, bro, just come and take a ride you know like join us jo- get in the dragon you know but the, you know and i was but thinking yeah the, that that piece of art is antithetical to what that aspect is right right like and that I, was made in defiance that. of this place yeah and the aspect i mean it wants to be here and I it wants to this place and that's, to be a but temple that, part of my thought process was like it's antithetical but perhaps there's a draw there like Ooh, I maybe I can by by joining it, possessing it, whatever, going inside of it like a flask, like a <coughs> like a lamp, mm. whatever, I can poison it from the inside out or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, because it's so magnificent, so perfect, so antithetical to Torog that right, he couldn't yeah. resist the chance to like try to turn it inside out or or Right. So- like that that would be that would be the avenue to go is to somehow appeal to that you know right that, that way of it the, the fact that it wants to right. do these terrible things and, and and that and that was i i never quite got to there because we began thinking of our own bodies and stuff but <laughs> but that was definitely well, a thought it kind of wanted mind. that like it was looking for a vessel of a person yeah. to possess <laughs> it, yeah it was yeah, desperate for sure. and it wanted to give some power to somebody and when so was the could. last time this thing saw another creature mm-hmm. yeah. It, yeah that wasn't already tied in to so badass also like the whole like oh man like the whole rattling of the chains in the dark Ooh, and like mm-hmm. whispering in the ears and yeah, everything like that was cool oh. hated it. <laughs> if, <there's, laughs> if, if that we ever exact... get to the graphic novel level that's gonna right, be right. like the coolest that exact moment is like <laughs> what i thought about when i was thinking of ben's character was like if i could have like a spectral spirit like whispering in my ear yeah. <laughs> you know like that's it you know yeah, i think yeah. ace would have probably yeah. acted a lot quicker if like it started 
like trying to go into Ben. But probably it- yeah, you know. <laughs> but what would Ace have thought? That's an interesting question. What would Ace have thought if if it was going into Ben and Ben's like, no, let me cook, dog. No, dog. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna stay in the freezer, bro. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's interesting to think, you know, and that's that's part of why I fought so hard for Val is like because I, I was thinking like I could do it too. He did it, and I think that that was meant. I think Ben singing that was meant to be. It's why I didn't interfere or or yeah. In counteract. in essence, any of you could have taken that up, um, but just knowing. Uh, your character dash is like he can sense that that this oh, thing yeah. could sense oh, that. Yeah, for sure. Caleb wanted it. Caleb wanted it, but it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as the the specter came up to me and was like interested, I went, "Oh shit, this is kind of meant for me." Yeah, I think I'm gonna take the cue. Did you okay. mean? Yeah. Did Did you mean the oath? I I assume that you did. It seemed believable. Yeah. Let's yeah. metagame. Yeah. You. Uh, I felt like. <laughs> <laughs> no sorry You're but good? like yeah i yeah, felt he... really strongly i was trying to think of a way like how do we get ace off your back while also heading off potential conflicts? yeah like ensuring future safety sure yeah he meant the oath nice <laughs> whether or not nice yeah. so i'm not gonna feel bad when it comes time to exercise this thing <laughs> Oh, wow. I I like the potential conflict. This feels, I was just thinking the same thing. Like, I feel like this is the perfect conflict for Ben in the future. (laughs) What the the fun thing to me uh, about role playing this now is you guys don't really ever know if you're talking to Val or the Aspect. I hope that you sit at home this week and you dream of little ways, little things you could say, like Crawlers of the Night was so fucking (laughs) flawless. Oh, I know. And and that's what I will be doing. (laughs) It's got to be all like... Because I just watched the new Evil Dead. I haven't seen it. Evil Dead Rise. That's great. That's really good. Um, Where do we watch it? Uh, you can watch it in theaters. Oh, yeah! God, I haven't been to a theater since was, Rise of Skywalker. It was like sold out. Oh bad. wow! It was really, it's really good. Anyways, uh, and so it's just I love the idea of like you don't know if you're talking to the person or the entity. Yeah. You know, and uh, and then they say something, and you're like, oh no, it's it's been the entity the whole time. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things about like if, if anybody listening has read the Dresden Files, like where we're at in like book 17 or fucking 18 or whatever it is like Dresden has made so many pacts so many deals so many <laughs> bargains that his closest allies his allies from book one are always like just waiting for him yeah. to step out of line they're waiting for the briefest sign that he's not actually Harry Dresden anymore so they could try to fucking ice him but could they even if they wanted to Ah, it's so epic. Anyway, <laughs> that's what Val is now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. His fucking friends are just waiting. Um, I, I definitely I, struggled with, uh, like, I knew Ace wouldn't be cool with it, like, immediately. <laughs> and it took me a minute to, like, kind of break down why Ace wouldn't be okay with yeah. something basically coming into someone else's body and it's like it's it's the rage that that the way Ace you framed feels, that um is perfect. he's 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 not okay with everyone else feeling the way that he does mm. like he doesn't want val to have to go through mm. like the anguish that he suffers like within himself right uh, and the way you the way you framed it and you said i know what it's like like one one moment you're going to be hugging your mother and there's going to be flowers mm-hmm. and then another moment it's going to be fire or whatever it's the like, dark shadow that was yeah. just like 
I was like, that is the perfect metaphor for this. Like, yeah, it took me a little while to find that uncontrolled. Like, power. I, I just, I just knew that Ace wouldn't be okay with it, and it was like, right. okay, I need to come around. Why is Ace not okay with this? Because I know, like in my mind, Ace isn't okay with it, and it's like, oh yeah, it's because Ace suffers like this struggle within himself with his rage, and he doesn't want to see any anyone else, especially his friends, like kind of go through that same like duality. Uh, and and chaos within their their selves so epic so epic we've set up some really perfect interpersonal conflict <laughs> that well i don't think we'll interrupt like the day-to-day but could come to a head in a really dramatic awesome fucking way that is like you don't hope for more than that like when you're <laughs> when you're creating stories you know oh I love the image of Ace just closing the door. Yeah. That was like, <laughs> all right. Good. That felt so, you just see this dude cutting on him and you're Open. like, no, close. No. <laughs> it's very much a Rorschach. It's uh, like, let's lock this guy like, in. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah. It's time. That was a total yeah. Watchmen you're, you're, moment. Yeah, that you're, was you're just locked like... in here with, with us. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the room. This is like, the, this is where the torture is actually happened this is where all those cool torture devices live now <laughs> all i could see in that whole moment was like bruce willis with a katana <laughs> in fucking pulp fiction just like <laughs> yeah yeah no that's yeah, kind of yeah, what i go. pictured too actually so so everybody in here is in uh, here at the behest of the harrises like because the harris family wants these people down here and that's why it's slow business. Like the something you said in the episode made me feel like Torog was disappointed at how like not busy it is. Down well, here. yeah, it's like the the workshop, right? Like uh-huh. that was the main thing of this place. That's why you got through the ledgers. You said they're the, all empty. Yeah, like the, the, they're they're not doing what they usually do. They're not having them make these art pieces that are mm-hmm. terrible because they're torturing them. They're not, you know, filling up this place uh, uh, with torture devices. Like every one of the, like every Iron yeah. Maiden should have a person. Yeah. It, like everyone, <laughs> like they're doing something else now. Yeah, the Harrisers are distracted by they're whatever this other thing is. Right, for and their own. not not letting the. The right. evil do yeah. its evil. Yeah, <laughs> and I find that shameful. Yeah, yeah. this cavern should be full of screaming. Yeah. Live and let live, man. But, live they, and let but live. it's not. Yeah, it's time to return this place to its former glory. Actually, Valen is committed to that goal. Yeah, yeah that's essentially what the group is like, kind of deciding by well, allowing Valen to to be possessed there's a large there's a large part of that but we've we talked want, about this we want the the devil to succeed we've we've talked about this for four episodes now <laughs> where there are prisoners here do we let them out and i've been pretty explicit every time we let them out when it's done so perhaps we return things to the natural order and then we obscure the order once more away from Torog's favor and in the favor of Melora and others. I I can see that being an angle that Ben takes because I, I, again, I do think that th- there's a huge part of it. We're righting the wrongs of Quilton. We're eradicating the, uh, the influence of the eggs and of Alistair and whatever dark machinations he's weaving. Mm-hmm. 
But when it's all said and done, there's room for the scales to be tipped on our way out the door. And because <laughs> you are a representative of Melora, you should be the one to make that decision and tilt the scale in Melora's favor. That totally makes sense. Yeah. And by the way, I don't actually know if I'm a representative of Melora or whatever. Well, you sure <laughs> sell it pretty hard. There's no. really been no indication of that. Like, Melora yeah. is fucking absolutely silent on all fronts. Well, yeah, it's, she's, she's I have definitely these... God yeah. in the but, sense that you never really know what she's a part of. Yeah. And, there's a, and there's a really big part of this. is so much we go into the characterization or whatever. We don't have to do this because we're wrapping Yeah, how long has we have we been doing this? Profiles? Probably a while. It's about 30 minutes. I haven't timed it. And I'll just say there's a big part of Ben's characterization too that's like just as much as it's like, hey, I'm carrying Melora's light into the darkness. It's also like, ooh, being alive after dying is super not great. (laughs) Like giving peace to the dead is like much more appropriate than like coming back to life and, and doing all that. Anyway, anything else for the go to the order? Okay, everybody, this has been the Crit Files, your once weekly follow-up podcast of the hit in at the end, your America and the world and the solar systems. Even. No, yeah, actually, ways. no, you're right. I checked our Squarespace analytics. Yeah. The whole we universe. listeners on Pluto, yep. on Ganymede, and other. That's like Titan. Beetlejuice. Even Beetlejuice? further away. That's a little that, further yeah. away. Out of, that's yeah. out of our no, source. I, I, think, I, think, we, I think we reached. No, that's there. Yeah. Well, eventually, yeah. Uh, after many <laughs> thousands of light years. Um, anyway... We're that podcast, the Beetlejuice affiliated podcast. <laughs> if not, you not don't the... say it, don't say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, the what podcast? If you would, <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to learn more about us, go to dndpodcast.org. We have a blog, we have a podcast, we have a Discord server which you can join for one dollar a month or less or. Whatever. No, it's a dollar. It's a dollar. <laughs> at patreon.com slash the end at the end. You can see our stupid faces. <clears throat> yeah. And we also have a mailbox. It's mailbox number two. Two at Turner, Oregon. At, nine, nine, what is seven, this, an email seven. address? <laughs> <laughs> yes. One of these days, I will look at the, two at Turner, Oregon. I'll look yeah. at the, the zip code to Turner, Oregon. I'm looking it up currently. I'm thinking nine, about it. Nine, seven, seven. Wait, now I'm on a weird nine seven three two zero. Nine seven three nine two. Nine I knew there was a niner three nine two. P.O. Box. We got two. there. We got, the, yeah. we got the zip code eventually. Together. Guys, we have a zip code. Turner. We have a zip code. We have a P.O. Box. Send us booze. <laughs> send us send us dice. Send us your character sheet that you send want us, us to ridicule. Send dollar us store send prize us items. Ooh, send us send, send us, us dollar more store Christian prizes. literature. Send yes. us a yeah. chain. Oh, that send one you, <laughs> listener, you can contribute to our prize bag. <laughs> yeah, you can. Oh my god. That's send us chains. Send us handcuffs. Send yeah. us iron maidens. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Send us stinging nettles. Ooh. Oh. To no, all right, maybe not. Oh. All right. Anyway, whatever. Fuck this. This is the uh This the is the longest outro. Crit files. <laughs> Gabby Sorkin. Bye.